Hey, what is going on, everyone? This is Greg, your co-host for the Grilling the Getaway podcast. Uh, we're doing something different this week. Uh, we we lost Ben. Ben decided to go on vacation without me. So um, I'm flying solo this week. And instead of going back into our ribs discussion, uh, we're going to postpone that one for a week. And uh, I'm just going to field some questions that we got on our Facebook and Instagram pages. So um, thank you to those who submitted some questions. Uh, if uh, you wanted to go out and follow us on our pages, uh, Burn Pit BBQ on Facebook and Burn Pit BBQ Guys on Instagram, you know if you if you guys like this episode of this Q and A, you know we, we might do more of them. So go out and follow us, and and if um, we put out the ask for what kind of questions you have, feel free to ask us questions, and maybe you'll hear your question on the podcast later on down the road. But I uh, hope you hope you, you enjoy this episode. It's a quick hit, so uh, we answer some questions, and then Ben will be back for our next next week's episode. We'll record that, and then uh, I think we're probably going to record two two sessions. Uh, we'll we'll talk about you know part two of the ribs, what we do when we get them on the smoker, and then we're going to talk a little bit about corn to beef because we're coming up on St. Patty's Day. So uh, we'll probably do a two parter next time. So. Uh, but this time, some questions and then some of my answers. So hopefully you enjoy them. Um, but, yeah, we appreciate you all. If, if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, please go ahead, like, and subscribe and share it with your friends. Help us grow this um, this podcast and then just our mission overall of helping people cook delicious meals. Um, but, yeah, here you go. Here's some, uh, here's some Greg answers for Grilling to Get Away. Oftentimes, life is demanding, stressful, and just won't stop. When needing to take a break, we like to light up the charcoal and crack open a cold one. The Grilling to Get Away podcast is an ongoing conversation about all things barbecue and grilling, from our backyard to yours. So if you sometimes don't know what the heck you're doing, if you like to learn, and if you don't take yourself too seriously, you're in the right spot. Hey, what is going on, everyone? This is Greg, your co-host for the Grilling to Getaway podcast, and we're doing this a little different this time. Uh, we got uh, some questions uh, that popped up, and the reason we're doing this is uh, my, my co-host, my buddy Ben, he is taking a much-needed vacation, uh, so him and his family and some friends went down to Florida, and uh, he left me here in Wisconsin to hold things together. Um, so we're going to knock this one out today. Uh, you're just going to have me. I'm going to be um, answering some questions that we got from our followers on Instagram and Facebook. So if you submitted a question, you might hear it here. Um, and if you wanted to follow us, uh, you can find us at Burn Pit BBQ on Facebook and then Burn Pit BBQ Guys on Instagram. And, you know, maybe if this if this does well, maybe we will uh, make this kind of segment uh, an ongoing part of the podcast. But, you know, since I'm flying solo today, I figured that I would uh, just uh, see what kind of questions you all had. So I'll be answering some of those today. Uh, the question of what am I drinking today? Um, I you know, I'm, I'm a little upset. I actually had to buy my own beer because, you know, Ben usually buys it for me. You know, he takes he takes good care of me, um, but I had to buy my own this time. And and as I was looking around the beer aisle, um, something caught my eye here. 
Uh, one, because it was cheaper than most of the other ones, uh, but also it has a nice uh, red label. Um, it's called Keeper Moving Light Lager. Um, it's a collaboration between Charlie Behrens, uh, who is a Wisconsin kind of comic who likes to make fun of us Midwesterners, um, and then Ale Asylum um, from Madison, Wisconsin. So uh, keep her moving, light lager. And I actually cracked this one open before I started this, so uh, I'm going to taste it right now, though. Ooh. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice uh, light uh, Wisconsin beer. I like that. So keep her moving by uh, Ale Asylum out of Madison, Wisconsin. Go check them out. Um, and then before we get into the questions, I just wanted to give a brief shout out um, to the Wisconsin National Guard, uh, specifically uh, Delta Company up there in River Falls, Wisconsin. Um, I had the opportunity to go up there with a few other veterans and a few other um, military and uh, veteran supporters uh, to actually cook um, a meal for them as they were doing their weekend drill. So this uh, this unit uh, of the Wisconsin National Guard was actually activated during the Kyle Rittenhouse trial in Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, which is actually not too far from where Ben and I live. Um, and they were, th they were mainly there to help provide security, uh, make sure nothing happened like the riots that happened this summer before. And most of them, uh, a lot of these guys uh, are hunters. And that, that was actually during opening weekend of deer hunt season, uh, the gun hunt season here. And then a lot of them also missed uh, Thanksgiving with uh, their families because they were activated to be in Kenosha. Um, so along with Hunter Nation and uh, Concerned Veterans for America, the Foundation, Rock Adventures, um, the Veterans Business Outreach Center of Wisconsin, uh, we collaborated with Burn Pit BBQ to, to get up there and cook up some venison burgers that were donated by Hunter Nation uh, for these guys. Um, just to, you know, give them a little bit of thank you. Say, hey, thank you for, you know, your service and also continuing to serve, you know, our communities, especially when something like that happens. So it was awesome. Awesome time to get up there and talk with those guys, um, you know, as, as a veteran. Uh, having served overseas and having to talk with those guys, it brought me back. It brought me back to like when, when I was in and it was just awesome. Um, real great guys. Um, and I, I know that our country is in good hands with uh, the men and women that continue to serve. So uh, it's just an honor and a privilege to be up there to uh, serve them. Uh, so again, just wanted to shout out to Hunter Nation, Concerned Veterans uh, for America Foundation, uh, Veterans Business Outreach Center of Wisconsin, Rock Adventures, um, so you, you guys that helped out really appreciate it, but we'll jump in here now, uh, to, uh, get some, uh, get some questions. So, uh, the first question that we got was from Instagram and it was for a, a couple of different people. Um, we like to go out there and we like to show what, what, what we're cooking. And one of the recent cooks that we had was, uh, some brats and some hot dogs. And that's a, you know, traditional Wisconsin fare. And we uh, sometimes like to put our brats in beer. And the question that we got was, does it really make a difference or does it leach out the flavor uh, when you boil your brats? Um, so that's a great question and one that's kind of out there. It's a hot topic too, you know, if, if you're in the brat community. And what, uh, what we like to do here, you know, we don't like to overboil them at all. Um, we like to get it to a little bit of a simmer. Um, so we'll put our brats in there. 
Um, you know, obviously we're watching them pretty good because if you do leave them in too long, you're going to end up leaching out some of that flavor. But really, you know, what we're trying to do is enhance the flavor a little bit. So we'll put them in a little bit of beer beforehand. Uh, hopefully they absorb some of that beer flavor. And we'll probably throw some, you know, maybe some herbs, some spices in there too. And then some onions as well. Uh, but yeah, the goal is to add some flavor. It's, the goal is not to leave it on so long that you're, you're boiling, the, boiling the brats for too long where you're actually stealing the flavor from the brats. Um, so that's how we like to do it. We like to leave them on there for a little bit, simmer for a little bit, take them off, and then you know really char them up over the fire. So we feel you get nice crisp brats, but with some of that beer flavor. And then obviously if you wanted to keep them warm, uh, you could continue to put them back into that beer um, and that pan, tinfoil pan with the beer in it um, to keep them heated. But uh, yeah, just want to make sure that you don't boil them too long. Otherwise, you are going to lose some of that flavor and they're going to be pretty bland once you start eating them. So that's a great question. Um, you know, obviously we do it without beer as well sometimes, a lot of times. But, you know, sometimes we just feel a little bit, uh, feeling a little bit uh, froggy and we like to uh, throw them in there and, and uh, boil them up in some some good Wisconsin beer sometimes. But overall, it's, it's, it usually adds to the flavor as long as you're not boiling them too much. All right, great question. Thanks for that. Um, so if I'm going back now, I'm going to my Facebook page here and looking at some of the questions here. So let's see here. So Cheryl uh, asks, can you BBQ and grill a turkey? Um, yeah, yeah, you can. Obviously, we um, we we actually prefer that. Uh, we, uh, we put a blog out there not too long ago over Thanksgiving where we actually smoked a, a nice big turkey. Uh, I think it was a 15 pound turkey. And uh, if you go out to our website, burnpitbbq.com, you can actually see the recipe I put out there. Uh, the big things with turkey when you're doing like a barbecue or grill, even you know in, in the oven, is making sure that you, you get a n- nice moist bird. Um, so you don't want to go too hot too fast. It's a nice slow um, heat. And then when you are doing a turkey, usually a lot of people like to do a little bit of a brine. So it helps keep the the bird moist as you're cooking it because at least I've found that uh, when you are uh, cooking a turkey, uh, they tend to dry really fast. So you have to be very cautious and, you know, prepare preparation is one of those ways where you can make sure that you, you have a good tasting moist bird. Um, And, you know, we like to do a little put it in a brine for about 12 hours or, you know, even a day before. And then as we pull it out, even you can even inject a little bit. Um, but then also you can get underneath that skin and put a little bit of butter on there to help make sure it stays uh, nice and moist as you're cooking it. Uh, gives it a little extra flavor too. And then when um, when you're cooking and smoking, the big thing too is to make sure that uh, the outside the skin doesn't uh, get too you know smoky or brown or burnt. So you know tin foil is your best friend there, uh, making sure that you're keeping it nice golden brown. Uh, and then also you're just cooking the temp right, so you're making sure you you have a good either wireless thermometer or a good um, instant read thermometer. So you get the turkey to where you want it to be. Um, but yes, absolutely. You can you can barbecue, you can grill, you can deep fry. So many ways to do a turkey. It all just kind of depends on how much time you have and uh, the kind of uh, method that, that you want to go for. So Cheryl, I, I hope that answers your question for you. But uh, if you haven't, I definitely recommend smoking a turkey for your next uh, either Thanksgiving or the next time you got a turkey. 
All right. Uh, next question here from Jose. What What are your thoughts on beef tallow use on brisket? Is it needed or is it just a new fad? Um, that's a great question. Um, so for for you all, if you don't know what beef tallow is, um, imagine um, lard that you get from a pig and now um, substitute a pig with a cow. So essentially you are taking beef or meat from a cow and you're rendering it down. So the the fat from that cow or that piece of meat you know, might be left over and then you're essentially letting it get back up to room temperature so it becomes a solid. So it's like a nice piece of lard that you'd get from a pig, but this is coming from a cow. Now there's a number of different ways that you can use this. Um, some people use it as oil. So if you're using it to, you know, grease up your your cast iron or you're using it just as a regular uh, substitute to, you know, spraying oil or vegetable oil, you can do that certainly. Um, some people use it, um, for like a binder. And I think this is what Jose is talking about here. So you can actually spread that over your brisket, um, as a binder, and then you can put your rub on your, you know, your salt and your pepper. Um, we, we've been seeing quite a bit more of it recently. Um, I would say, um, just because it seems to be popular now, I'm not quite sure why it's usually kind of, um, not as popular as lard, obviously, because, Lard usually has a little bit more taste to it, um, a little bit more, um, uh, you know, saltiness to it, I'd say. But with, with tallow, beef tallow, um, it's doesn't have much of a taste to it. It doesn't have much, you know, flavor to it. And that's why a lot of people, when they do that, uh, if they do their own tallow or if they're getting it from like the market, I actually have a, a big chunk in my freezer right now that I got from Grandpa's Meat Market up in Medford, Wisconsin. Shout out there. Um, but, uh, they'll actually put maybe some herbs, some spices in that tallow, um, to, um, flavor it up a little bit before they put it on, whatever they're using, whatever they're cooking it with. Um, so I, I think there's some other health benefits to it as well that I've been seeing and reading about, which might be a reason why more people are using it. Um, it's probably a little bit healthier than maybe lard. I'm not sure you'd have to go do some research there for yourself, but I, I have read that there are some certain health benefits to it, um, but I'm just not uh, brushed up too much on that. So overall, what are my thoughts? Uh, I, I I think it obviously if it's coming from the the cow already and you're using it on a brisket, hey, why not? Um, but you know, it's to each preference. Um, I really haven't tried it on a brisket yet. Um, I, I'd probably just use it more for general cooking. But if you want to try it out. Hey, try it out. Let us know what you think. Um, I think that would be awesome. But uh, hopefully that answers your question, uh, Jose. So thank you for that. And then let's see here. Okay, Chad. Chad, top fan here on our Facebook page. Um, let's see. How about a grill? Or how about a segment grill smoker modifications or do-it-yourself tools or cooking utensils? Uh, I'm not quite sure what the question is, but uh, let's see. Any modifications that I have for my my grill or my smoker? You know, I, I really don't have many modifications. Um, so I have a few Weber grills, um, and they're the 22-inch kettle grills. Uh, I don't really have much modifications. I do like some accessories that I really like to use are the charcoal baskets. 
that I can use to, you know, do offset smoking. I think those are kind of a must have. And it's probably one of the better purchases I've made to help with that. And then smoker modifications. Uh, the only modification I made for my char griller, my barrel smoker, is I took that top rack out. Um, so uh, a char griller, the, the barrel smoker, you know, I've also attached the offset. So you can buy it where it's just the barrel, but then you can buy the um, the offset smoker separately, which I've done. Um, but the barrel, the barrel smoker, it, it comes with just your, your flat rack on the bottom. But then, you know, as you lift up the lift up the 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 hood of the grill it's got that little you know, ledge on there um, i've really never used it before where you could maybe put like vegetables or something like that so i actually took that out um, and it actually helped like when you're doing like a turkey or something you like you can't get it in there where it's got that upper rack there so i took it out and you can put more you can put larger pieces of meat in there um, so that's what i've done for my my smoker that's like the only modification i've made is pulling that top rack out and then cooking utensils or, or tools. I think the, the coolest do-it-yourself tool that I got um, was from one of my buddies uh, from the Marine Corps, Steve Stephen Thompson, over at uh, Heavy Barrel Designs. He does a, a lot of metalworking and woodworking. Um, so when I started the business, he actually sent me uh, what is essentially a golf club with the head cut off so you know think of like a putter but then like the end of the putter not being there so it's just like this rod and he welded on like a nail so like a hook so I, i've been using that as like my meat hook so i can like get steaks and i can just flip them so i got this cool this cool half of a golf club with a nail at the end of it uh, which would essentially probably be a weapon but um I use it, you can use it to like hook your meat, you know, like one of those meat hooks and then flip it over. So it was pretty cool. It was, it was a good gift. It was an awesome gift that he, he sent me when I started the business. Um, and, and one I actually use quite a bit, especially when I'm doing steak. I just, I just grab that handle and, and smack that nail down on that steak and flip it over. It's real nice, real nice. Uh, so yeah. So, so thanks, uh, Steve, Steven, if you're, if you're, if you're listening, um, thanks, uh, thanks for getting that gift for me. I appreciate that. Uh, and then cooking utensils, anything, any do-it-yourself cooking utensils um, that I have, um, I don't, I, I, you know, I, I'm pretty basic. I'm pretty basic. I got the, the tongs, you know, the clackers. I've got a nice uh, spatula, metal spatula. You can never have too many of those. Uh, I, I got some forks, you know, some big, long forks. Um, but other than that, I think um, that's, uh, I, I'm pretty basic when it comes to that kind of stuff. But if you, if you all have anything that's real cool, you know, we'd love to see it go, you know, share it with us there, but, uh, that'd be awesome. Um, but other than that, um, I think that was all the questions that we had. Um, but no, I think, uh, yeah. So that was all the questions that we got from all of our pages there, but yeah, so we'll, we'll make this a quick one, a quick hit. So hopefully that answers some of the questions that you might have as well. Um, but uh, yeah, we appreciate you all listening. Ben will be back this week and we'll, we'll do a two parter. So we'll do, we'll finish up, uh, the, the ribs episode and then we'll, we'll we're going to go into, um, because we're coming up on St. Patrick's day, we're going to go into some corned beef on, on the grill and the smoker. So we'll do a two parter the next week. Uh, so we, you, you don't miss your flavor of getting Ben in here, but we wanted to get something out to you. Hopefully you found some value in this Q and A. And if you guys liked it, um, feel free to let us know and maybe we'll do more of these. Uh, so we'll ask you for your questions on our social media pages and then we'll try and answer them. 
but hopefully it finds some value. Again, we appreciate you all. If, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go like, subscribe, share it with your friends, uh, help us reach new people because um, our mission here is to help people cook d- delicious food. And if you're new or uh, just looking to learn as well about grilling and barbecuing, uh, we hope to, to help people do that. So again, we appreciate you all and Ben will be back next week, but uh, hopefully you're enjoying your time and let's get the, let's get the girls out. All right. Cheers. Cheers.